Welcome to the 10-Minute Money Podcast. My name is John Dyer, and as always, I'm joined by Paul Erickson. Paul and I are financial advisors with Royal Oak Financial Advisors in Royal Oak, Michigan, an independent RIA. And today we're going to look back at 2021 and look forward to 2022 and kind of give us our take on what we think is going to happen next year. How you doing, Paul? I'm great. Good morning, John. How are you? I'm doing well. Good. I'm looking forward to doing another podcast. Yeah, it's me too. Been a, it's been a while, so yeah. I think the last one we did was in November. We may have skipped December. Wow. It was in November, the last one we I did. Think, I think so. So, uh, Well, gonna, happy Thanksgiving. Gonna... <laughs> happy holidays. You too. Thanks. You have a good turkey? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay, good. <laughs> I wanted to start with the the housing shortage, uh, the real estate housing yeah. shortage that happened last year. We had low interest rates and a shortage of supply that caused housing prices to soar. And I know this affected you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were shopping for just a little bigger house and it took us a long time to find something, but uh, ended up working out. I do still think... The millennials are going to start buying houses here, and I don't see this problem going away of inventory. You know, and the inventory is so low on housing that I think it's going to be some a few more good years for real estate for homeowners. I think they're going to benefit from this. I I agree. Even with uh, interest rates probably going up, I still think the the supply shortage is going to keep housing prices. A flow, right? Keep them up, right? Yeah, because some of the real big builders have slowed down building because of the commodities and because of the labor issues, and so there's not as many new homes coming to market as we saw in like eighteen and nineteen before the pandemic, right? So I I help with a four hundred one k, and I met with their employees individually, and a lot of them are young employees at the tail end of last year. Right. I, I think 90% of their uh, employees that are 25 and under are looking to buy a house. 25 next, and under? Yeah, are, are looking to buy a house in the next year or two. Wow, that's so, incredible. So housing shortage, uh, real estate, uh, supply chain issues. We had, uh, we're still dealing with a lot of supply chain issues. The the next thing that happened last year, which is still affecting us now, is supply chain issues. Right. We had a lot of random shortages of your favorite products at the grocery store. I think that's still happening now. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I I do think that will start to ease up in in 2022, but 2021 did see a ton of the supply chain issues. Yeah, I I think a lot of what we thought was going to happen in 2020, right after corona hit in like march happened last year it took like a year for it to really hit because if you think back december 2020 everything was was kind of normal you know with with christmas right with getting with with yeah the shelves goods yeah like we're, everything were okay other than like the toilet paper shortage yeah uh, paper towels and toilet paper yeah, yeah. exactly everything seemed to be normal where it really affected us this year and it's working working the kinks out of the yes. supply chain. So, i remember hearing uh economists talking in october People should do their Christmas shopping then. Don't wait till November. Do it in October 
because the supply chain was so blocked. Read the same thing, and we did a lot of Christmas shopping in October. So yeah, uh, which I've never done before. I've usually, never. <laughs> I'm usually that guy on the 24th of December, running through a mall trying to find my wife something nice. That's scary. You're, you're living. On I'm the that edge. guy. You're living. On <laughs> So supply chain issues uh, still affecting us. We, we do think it'll ease. The worker shortage. Now right. That, that one is still affecting us. Right. I just talked to the guy that owns your favorite bakery in Dearborn, that Dearborn Italian bakery. He's still looking for workers to make those pizza rolls. I mean, it's just unbelievable. He's never seen anything like this in 30 years of, tr- of that shortage of of labor out there is really incredible. Yeah, a lot of the business owners that I talk to and work with are seeing the same thing. Last year we saw a record number of people start their own businesses. So a lot of people left where they were at and they just started uh, a new career and they were getting stimulus from the government. And I think they had a little capital and savings are at all time high. So right. people are venturing out and uh, not going back to... No. The term I saw a, a few weeks ago was the great resignation. The oh, first I time saw I saw that. it. Yeah. Did you see that term? I did see that. Where so many people are resigning to, to just do what you just said. To start your business or just go a different route. They see this as a great opportunity to sort of hit that reset button. And and that's, that's also hurting the supply chain. A yeah. lot of those workers left you know, working at warehouses and there's been a lot of people that retired early i just talked to my um my my kid's principal and he was saying they've had like like a third of their staff turnover in the past year and it was just teachers retiring early right and they have a lot of young teachers in there now but every profession i think is is seeing that right now it's gonna yeah it's i gonna just take years to work out i just read in the in the news, Detroit now is allowing the bus drivers to be subs because they're hurting so bad for oh, teachers. Really? So many are sick or so many are out that they need bodies in there. And so they just approved the bus drivers can now sub. So to keep the schools open. I mean, we want to keep the schools open. Coronavirus right now, that's making it even harder. We should see that ease as well in the next. I think it's going to take a few years for that one to ease for the labor shortage for the labor shortage yeah i think this year we see the supply chain get back to normal yeah i do too in 2022 yeah i do too for 20 in 2021 i had more clients ask me about crypto than ever before it seems like everybody has some sort of crypto currency right now a lot there's so many places you can buy it where a year or two ago, it was really hard to even buy. Right. Yeah, you just told me yesterday PayPal. I didn't know that. PayPal or Venmo or somewhere you can Venmo. Buy. Venmo now. Yeah, it's remarkable. Or has a, you can buy uh, crypto on Venmo. Right, right. So, Which is good. We can talk about this because when we were at Wachovia and Wells Fargo, they would never let us talk about crypto. You know, being an independent at Royal Oak Financial Advisors, we can talk about this. Yeah. It might you know, we don't recommend it, but if someone's really interested in it, we can help guide them. Right, right. And we have. We've helped yeah, a lot of people we have. with with it and uh, just just pointed them in the right direction. Robin Hood and the meme stocks. Yeah, that was That incredible. was a big one. And it, I actually, this morning, I saw on CNBC 
they were a lot of the meme stocks they were uh gamestop was right. talking about getting into nfts and crypto right and it went up 15 percent yesterday and it went up yep so uh the meme stocks that was a the, that was a huge one this year uh robin hood uh amc was a was a that was meme stock and robin hood actually essentially people from it, buying the stock and tanked the stock for right. one day yeah, and almost kind of, bankrupt the company. I mean, it was you have to be able to trade that stock. Yeah, it was it was on the open market. It it we kind of peeled back the layers and and showed people how you get free trading on these apps like Robinhood, but you're really they're selling your information to market makers that are able to place orders before yours and get preferable um, stock pricing. So that is really uh, it. it kind of showed people what how the system works right against you sometimes i hope it taught robin hood a lesson never to constrain people from training you know from trading during market hours i hope they never do that again yeah i think i hope they did yeah i hope they learned their lesson they seem to be pretty upfront about it after uh after that all happened Inflation rose 6.8% last year. The Incredible. High, highest since 1982. Yeah. Uh, energy and shelter were the main causes. And uh, I, I do think that's going to go back to normal. Inflation over the past 10 years was at uh, around 1.9%, which is actually right. l- lower than the the 50 year average is which is usually it around was. two and a half three percent right so i do think it'll it'll go back to about that three percent range what do you think i i don't know if it's going to happen this year i would like to see it get back to that three percent range i think inflation is going to be high for the entire year of 2022 personally that's my opinion i was shocked to see a 6.8 percent number i mean that's incredible that's very high and i think everyone felt it i mean low income especially but middle income high income everybody felt inflation uh, rise in 2021 and i think we're going to continue to see it you know stay pretty high here for a while i think you're right i think there are going to be sectors that are going to go lower i do think housing like you were talking about earlier that's going to remain high. The supply chain issues, I think those are going to work themselves out. Well, the Fed said they will raise rates three times in 2022. So summer of 2022, as they raise rates, I would think that would start to tamper down the growth and the inflation. I always thought your take on inflation is interesting. Incomes go up. Uh, Typically, incomes wages, do follow. Wages go up. That. Yep, wages do go up. I don't know if wages will go for everybody at the 6.8% clip, but I do think wages have gone up. I mean, we're seeing signs at McDonald's for $15, $16, $17 an hour starting. Now, that will cost the price of the goods to go higher, but for that worker, they are making more money. Inflation will subside, and hopefully the wages stay a little higher, and maybe that makes it a little easier in the long run for for everyone right i think also i would rather see inflation than deflation is is another take that i i think you know the the deflationary environment people stop spending because they think it's going to get cheaper things are going to get cheaper so they really hold on to their money here in an inflationary period uh things are getting more expensive so people are buying 
you know, they're purchasing. The GDP continues just to keep growing. I think this was the best year of auto sales of all time. I think 2021 had the highest auto sales of all time, even with the chip shortage. Yeah, being in Detroit here, it is really nice to see the the comeback of the Ford and GMs. It's, it is great. It's kind of like a hot stock again because finally, of the, because finally. of the electric vehicles. Right. People are getting really excited about yeah. them. I mean, they'll G- be able to yeah. mass produce them. They will. And GM is now a tech company. They're calling themselves a tech company. It's not a car company anymore. GM. If you look at their branding and all the stuff that they've changed, they have a ton of patents, a ton of technology. And it's it's great to see Wall Street acknowledge that. And GM was really the first one. Uh, they they had the electric vehicles well before Tesla and yeah. even solar vehicles way back. They did have in a like ton the of that. Eighties and nineties. So right. Twenty twenty two. Looking ahead, we're, we 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 kind of touched on it. We think there's going to be three rate raises. Yep. Jay Powell has talked about that. Um, could that cause us to go into recession? What do you think? Yeah, so I think the probability of a recession has now gone up. And I think the Fed, just by them saying there will be three rate uh, increases in 2022, they'll probably each be a quarter point. Maybe one will be 50 basis points. So let's just say it goes up by 1.25 max. That hurts large companies that borrow money, you know, because their cost of borrowing goes higher. So it eats into their profit because they're paying more money to borrow money. Uh, And all recessions, at least in the last 50 years, seem to have, uh, you know, been precursored by uh, the Fed raising interest rates. Now, he could get it right. The Fed could get this right and navigate this really well. And the markets might not go into a recession, but I yeah. think the probability's gone up. Yeah, I I think Jay Powell kind of learned from 2018 when he when he came in guns a blazing and raised right. rates real fast yeah. in December, and we saw one of the biggest. It was probably I think it was the worst December on record for the market, and he kind of learned how to navigate. You've seen recently the Fed floating out. We're gonna we're gonna raise interest rates, and we're thinking of doing three raises and moving it earlier and earlier. And it, it's it seems like he's he's kind of gonna try to ease into it a little bit. Um, right? Yeah, you're right. That I think that's a good point. And he, he did learn from eighteen. In in nineteen, we had a really good year in the market, and, and he still raised rates. I do think Jay Powell could navigate this. Yeah, without it, a recession. Yeah, it'll be tricky. But I do think the probability is higher. And if clients or you know listeners have questions, you know, please call us and we can talk about it. Uh, I think you know these dividend growth stocks are, if they have cash flow, you know, companies like Microsoft have a ton of cash coming in. They will be able to charge more money if infl- if inflation goes higher. Uh, if rates go higher, it'll hurt them a little bit. But I think these companies that have a lot of cash coming in. Uh, the shareholders, the share owners will be rewarded by owning really high-quality companies that generate good cash flow. And you'll be rewarded, too. I know a lot of people are sitting on cash from stimulus and savings, and it'll be a good buying opportunity. They think having their money sitting in cash, earning nothing at the bank, 
is a bad thing. I don't think it is a bad thing. I think it's an opportunity in the future to cash in when the market does dip because it, it yeah. will dip. Right. We, we do think that in the next 12 months here, we're going to see a pullback, especially if they start raising rates. The market will have to pull back. There will be a good buying opportunity. There will be. I do think it can give you an opportunity if you have some cash in the bank. I just don't think you want to have too much cash in the bank. I think you want that money working for you all year long. And so whatever your safety net number is, that's fine. But above that, at least get it invested, get it growing, working for you. I always say three to six months worth of cash. Three to to six months worth of expenses in cash is a good place to start because you never know what's going to happen with your job or health or whatever. So you should have some cash in there. And uh, I like the online banks for that. I know. They, you've done. You've helped a lot of people on that. They do have higher interest rates. Having that Some of those high-yield saving accounts that they have. Yeah, or, keeping your normal yeah. bank account, but just using an online bank for that, uh, getting a higher uh, interest rate on your, your cash. Will the supply chain stabilize this year? What do you, what do you think? I, I think it does, personally. I really do. I think that you'll start to see less ships in the harbors in California. Uh, there's a there's a website that tracks the number of ships, and you've already seen that start to come down. Sure, the holidays had, you know, is probably helping that since we're past it now. Uh, we're into January here, and so I do think that takes care of itself this year. Yeah, companies that are able to pass on their their higher costs on to consumers should do well compared to the rest of the market and that's because they're able to pass on the cost to the consumer where a lot of these like high-flying new start startup companies people just don't know the brands yet and if they raise their prices they'll just go elsewhere right There's a lot of competition for some of those brands yeah so coca-cola and pepsi's and they're, they're able to to raise their uh raise their prices and people will pay for it We've already seen it at like at McDonald's. Right. Yeah, McDonald's isn't cheap anymore. It's fast, but it's not a cheap place to take a family. For next year, anything you you see out there that for next year? No, you, I mean Jerome Powell took out the word transitory with inflation. It'll be interesting to see how this all plays out once the rates go up and how inflation works out. Uh, it's going to be a very interesting year. I, I do think we have 8 to 9% growth in the markets this year. I really do. Uh, we, might ha- we might go into recession. The high, there's a higher probability in 22, uh, but we will see. Yeah, great. Thanks, Paul. As always, this podcast was for educational purposes only. Please give us a review and or a like wherever you get your podcasts and listen. You can also find us at www.royaloakfinancialadvisors.com. For any finance-related questions, we're happy to help anyone out there. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Thanks, John. Thank you for joining John Dyer and Paul Erickson on this 10-Minute Money podcast. John and Paul are financial advisors with Royal Oak Financial Advisors in Michigan, a fee-only RIA who specialize in helping their clients better understand their investments. If you watch the pennies, the dollars will come.